Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at right now, tuned into your favorite podcast. It's another Capricornical production. This is the Bringing the Wood podcast, and I'm your boy D Wood. And of course, across from me, I got my guy in the building, Big Che. How we doing today, bro? Great, man. Back, baby. You already know, man. Another week, we back at it again. Whether it's not raining, so I ain't complaining, man. The weather's doing what it's doing, and I'm rolling with the punches, man. I hope everybody doing well and staying safe out there during these days, man. But we're here to bring y'all what y'all wanted here, and that's the sports. Yeah, I know we're going to start in the NBA. Uh, we just had one with the King Day not too long ago. What was that, Monday? Yeah, or, uh, yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, you know. There was um some great games that went on then. Uh, great, great time for basketball. Shout out that the NBA does that, puts on a couple games. And, you know, do it real wide. They get to do the, the real, do it real right. And put on the fresh jerseys and uh, represent for the, for the coach. It was a uh, beautiful thing. But, um... Everybody's team's looking good. Obviously, my Nets, we're looking a little rough on the losing streak right now. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. But I got to start with the Kings, man. I'm, they 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 get to start the show, man. They get to start the show a lot. Uh, continuing to light the beam. Light the beam, <laughs> Kings. Uh, officially sitting in third in the West. A half game above the Pelicans right now. And um, they sitting pretty, dog. I, I don't know how else to even, you know. Shape it, twist it up, present it. But the Kings is in third in the West, and they are a really good basketball team. No Sabonis last night playing in L.A. Um, obviously Lakers no AD for what seventeenth game. Uh, but man, um, the Kings showed up. They played well. They got up early by fourteen. They let the Lakers come back and take the lead and uh. In the fourth quarter, uh, I was texting my homie with Kings fan, and uh, the Kings got up by what I want to say five, and it was like thirty seconds left, and I just kind of turned the channel and I told him GG, and he was like, "Nah, man, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to turn the game. We we'll f this up." And I was like, "Nah, maybe y'all usually would." I was like, "But it's a little different." And the Lakers, they're gonna smoke it, like they're going to. This Laker team is bad. They're going to blow this. And literally, right after that, he texted me. Clear path out, man. We got free throw in the ball. It's yeah. over, bro. I was like, yeah, man. Lakers are really, really bad. And you guys right now are really, really good. And it shows. And that's why you uh resilient. No Sabonis. You bring in um Rashawn Holmes off the bench. He's had starter time with y'all. 16 points, 11 boards. Perfect from the field, including the free throw line. Uh, Big minutes off the bench. Two big blocks. Uh, it, it was a good night. Everybody contributed. Kevin Herter, 18 points. Uh, seven for thirteen from the field. The rookie Murray, ten and ten, the double double. Uh, Harrison Barnes, the Wiley Veggie, a solid twenty points. Um, some big time and ones down there late in the game, and then your potential All Star point guard, De'Aaron Fox, man. Uh, thirty one point six assists. Some some quick blowbys on Patrick Beverly in the fourth quarter. It was crazy. Um, but again, the Kings look well. Obviously, you know I got to talk about Brown. Brown went crazy. My OG homie. Uh, doing this thing, 32-89, year 50, still just doing great things. So that's that, but the Lakers are bad. But this is a Kings type topic. And the Kings playing well, man. In the end, third, dog, uh, man, what has impressed you the most this year so far about the Kings, whether it's a player uh, or something specific? Consistency. Huh. That's it. They've been consistent this whole, well, yeah, this season. You know, usually Kings have their spurs where they'll, they'll, they'll get back by winning some games or even in games. They'll be up playing well and then they'll just drop the ball and be like, yeah, that, same old Kings. But this year, 
Yeah, they look solid. They look like, um, I'm not going to say a championship team. Not quite yet. But they could, they could catch fire and get around to a, 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 a Western Conference uh, appearance. But, yeah, it's consistency. Yeah. They're putting games together. They look well. They, you know, the defense could be more solid. Um, but, shoot, they got a solid team, though. Very, very solid team. Um, we said, well, coach, Mike Brown is making adjustments. Mm -hmm. um, it's showing that time over there in Golden State was uh, not for uh, less. It was definitely paid off. And uh, give kudos, man. I'm one of those people, bro, that I'm a realist. And I, if you get better, you get better. Like, that's the point. So, you know what I'm saying? He didn't stay, he didn't stay the same. He's not the same coach from Cleveland, which was a long, long time ago in his defense. But you're only as good as the last time I seen you. Nobody seen you in Golden State. You was just buried on the bench of a wonderful team. But again, you took the time to actually learn something and not Luke Walton this thing up. It's just crazy how you went right to the team that he got the same love from, and you're just doing this. You just put, you know, you put in some work. You know? Shout out to Coach Brown. Shout out to the Kings sitting third uh, in the West, man. And with a crazy little top three in the West that we'll talk about in a second. But we're going to talk about a team that's just slowly creeping back up and making that run and making that push to get comfy and make sure they don't got to play in the play in. And that's the Golden State Warriors, man. Um, in the sixth spot at 500 right now, 22 and 22, um, coming off a win uh, a few nights ago versus a, a Wizards team that's playing well when they want to. But uh, between Curry – um, and Poole and even Draymond, uh, it was a it was a um, it was a great game, and they looked really really well. Obviously, no Clay, they they you know Clay don't play in back to backs, but Poole fills in whether it's point guard or it's the two guard. He fills in for Curry and Clay really well. And on this night, he was filling in for Clay, thirty two points, seven rebounds, three assists, seven for thirteen from the three. Curry brought in six for fifteen from the three with forty one points and another seven rebounds, and then. My boy Dre, 2-3, uh, 17.6 rebounds, 10 assists, 2-3 uh, from the three, and he also made five or six free throws. And the Warriors are starting to look good. Wiggins is back. He's playing um, 14 points. He took 15 shots, but he's still working back from an injury. It's going to take time. But the defense was there, um, the, the the athleticism, the, the you know, the running, the floor. And um, you're getting contribute from uh, DiVincenzo, who's picked it up over the last mm -hmm. two or three games. If you've been watching a few weeks ago in San Antonio, he played really well too when everybody was out. And um, he's starting to find his uh, his role for the lineup, and the Warriors are starting to look good again, sitting in the succeed again uh, with a very slow start for the Warriors, starting to peak. And you know, it's always good to peak at the right time. Again, they just came out and said uh, they're not going to trade any of their. They called them the big three in the in the quote. And that's more so speaking to the little big three, which is right. the future of the franchise as far as Kaminga, Wiseman, and uh, Moody. They're saying they're not going to trade them. So, to me, from me to you, first of all, how impressed are you with the Warriors' recovery? As you know, and two, do you think they should think about making a trade, even if it's not one of those guys? Should they still go out and make a move? Um, I'm gonna say no. Um. I think they do still need help on the team. So if I was them, I'd try to look for some some value in free agency or, or players that get bought out later yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't try to make a trade right now, especially if you have faith in these young guys. They're in your system. 
um, and your system's proven. So, you know, I wouldn't want to bring somebody new in and then try to rekindle whatever chemistry that you've spent all season trying to build up. You know, it seems like you guys are starting to get on the right foot. Um, just got to stay healthy. But, yeah, I keep the roster as is um, as far as trades. But, yeah, if I was them, just explore the, the, the buyout options later on. Yeah. Because they usually do develop well. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I think they want to show faith in them. So you go out and say this to bring the confidence in them and let them know, like, hey, relax. Y'all good at this deadline. Focus on playing the best brand of basketball you can bring yeah. for this Warriors team, which is a good thing to do, especially, like I said, they're catching stride. They're winning games. Everybody's getting healthy. Players looking good, playing in the uh, every others and not playing in the back-to-back. -back. He kind of looks more efficient. Yeah. And these players are young. They're very, really, very. They're really young. And and the Warriors have shown that they can develop young talent, mm -hmm. and then they pay their talent. So, you know, if you be patient, you, you too you can be a millionaire. <laughs> yes, you too can be a millionaire. <laughs> Do you want to be a millionaire? Yes, yeah. But, man, um, yes, the West is looking real competitive. And it only looks better when the Warriors are in there catching that stride. And um, they're making it happen. And before we even get into Brooklyn, we could just focus in on, on definitely on the West and, and the standings. And um, we'll, we'll, it'll kind of catapult into Brooklyn, but we'll start with the teams at the top. Got the Nuggets at the top with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> on an 11-game win streak. No, and that's not slouching the Nuggets on an eight. Because Nuggets are doing their thing. Jokic just dropped the triple double last night. It's 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 wow. But what the Memphis Grizzlies are doing it, on both ends of the floor, and what John Morant, what John Morant is, I don't even know what to call it. What he's doing, but what he's doing is something amazing. And you could say we've seen it before, but it still is just at an ah to see and to watch him. I ain't gonna say carry this team because he got some boys with him and they playing. But to be a leader mm -hmm. and to want that and to see like he wants the they wants to be the guy he's he's thriving in and it's it's very impressive to watch. I really enjoy watching Memphis play. Uh, it's fun to watch these new teams kind of you know everybody getting old, bro. Brown ain't getting no younger. Curry not getting no younger. It's the, it's the, next the list wave. goes on. Uh, Chris Paul's all the OGs. They on their way the out. Next wave of superstars. And man. it's they. they Basketball's in good hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, we are in good. You know, Dame getting up, everybody getting up there in age, man. And like you said, this new the new guys they coming in and yeah, I'm low-key like excited to watch the 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 rookie the the game the, the NBA. You know the the All Star the game. All -Star. They got the young guys. Yeah, yeah, the, the rising star yeah, shadow. Yeah, go. yeah, it's gonna be I'm, fun. I'm excited to watch that. Just it's to gonna... see them little them young dudes go off. Yeah, they they. Embrace the attention. They embrace being on the forefront, and hey, I'm here for it. Yeah, that's one of the social media <laughs> areas. So saying. it's just so like you could, they like it. You can see there's a lot of stuff like I don't like, um, especially John Morant. Yeah, like the, all the talking before you accomplish something, or but I understand it. Like this is y'all era. This yeah. is what y'all do. And if that's who you are, and that's what y'all, yeah, do it to the best of your ability. And that's I'm, what they hey, do. That's what they doing, and they, they, so far so good. They yeah. proven it. They ain't won nothing yet, no, but no, no. they winning games. They winning games. <laughs> you know, games add up. But like you said, I, I definitely agree. 
with the uh, you know, with the not talking so much. But I do understand you don't want to just be quiet until you win and then right. start talking. Then you look like a front runner. So exactly. I okay. do enjoy yeah. the confidence. I do I do think it's you know levels and you got to gauge it. But I do like the confidence and letting people know that like we we not scared of the moment and I'm not gonna be a front runner. Mm-hmm. My team good with championship caliber. That way when I win it, it's not a surprise. But again, you gotta you still gotta you gotta work at it, you know. But again, him getting hurt during that Warrior series. Him seeing how they were playing, he probably feels like, man, they would have beat him. So, you know, it's one of those things. And like you said, only time will tell. Yeah, only time find, will we tell. Don't find yes, out. yes. We are we are slowly getting there. All-star break will be here before we know it. And then we're going to be in the back nine and teams going to be playing for their playoff lives and play-in lives. And um, speaking of playing, I want to go down to the play-in. Play-in teams, what, seven through ten? Out of those four teams, we got Jazz, Clippers, Surprise team, the Thunder and the Timberwolves. Which of those teams do you think will actually give someone a good series? Um, Clippers if healthy. Yeah, you know they have full strength. Definitely, they're they're a top five talented team. Mm-hmm. Um, the Timberwolves have talent, but I just don't. I don't trust they they heart. They want mm-hmm. like do y'all really want it? Do y'all if, when it get tough? Who's going to be the person to stand up and and take over? I want to say Anthony Edwards, but till I see it, yeah. so, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then, I mean, I want to say the, you know, who who who's that? You just said them, them four, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I'll stay within them four. But yeah, out yeah, of them four, them two teams. Yeah. Oh, it's some, some teams that's Yeah, yeah I'm looking at the teams below. Yeah, it's some teams that can make a run below, and we're going to get to one of those teams, too. I definitely said the Clippers, too. I actually watched their game against uh, Philly because I like him beating Harden. Yeah. And Kawhi Leonard, when he plays. He's starting to get a little bit. Yeah. I was starting to see it. Like, okay, now that's he, the Kawhi. He was knocking the mid-ranges yeah. down. He had two. I think he had two steel dunks. Uh, he's starting to, like you say, he's starting to get that rhythm. Paul George had a bad, and I think he ended the game with like 16 points. But again, uh, Paul, if, if Kawhi can get right and, and he healthy for the playoffs, because that's all they're trying to get, just get us in the playoffs mm-hmm. and get us in there healthy. And, and Kawhi, show why he's a, you know, top 10 player in the league. Right. So I, I do think that too. And um, we could definitely talk about the Suns. That's the team, one of the teams that's on outside yeah. looking in. But I do think they're down here because of everything going on. From last season, from them benching Aiden in the playoffs, to them not speaking on it in the offseason, to them not speaking, and to Aiden saying that publicly the start of the following year. That means this is still on your heart right now. I think they demise started when they lost in the finals. Yes. They felt that, you know, they kind of got a raw deal with some of the calls and some of the way things went. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you put your heart and soul into that saying like this is our chance like we got it this year and then you don't get it kind of deflating then you mm-hmm. got to do it all over again then you have drama more drama and it just it's like it's a snowball effect and these standings are showing that yeah 12 on a three game losing streak starting to uh, fall apart so no. if anybody need to make some trades the signs might need to you know no they're not not might, not might need there we to go. they need to yeah. jay crowder still ain't played all year Cause you coming in there looking at them same faces, same attitudes. You gotta shake something up. And you I, got I, talent on that team. And I'm a big Monty Williams fan. I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. But right now, sir, this is on you. Absolutely. This is a coaching and management thing. There's no way you got Jay Crowder just sitting at home 
for nothing. He should either be traded or be or playing, bought out. bought out, or be playing for the Phoenix Suns. That's a very, very good player. Wasting just sitting there. You got a DeAndre Aiden who's been bothered because he feels like I'm technically, technically, he's round one pick one. He should be the featured player on the team. Yeah. You know? And he's literally third, fourth fiddle. So, you know, he's got the right to feel that way. And you know, his numbers don't say that, but he could his in his defense, he doesn't get the opportunity right. to get the NB type of numbers or the Nurkages. Or the Porzingis for God, when Porzingis was a top-notch player like that, he don't mm. or Anthony Davis, he doesn't get these opportunities on Phoenix because you got an all-star and Devin Booker and Chris Paul and Miles Bridges and these guys who all can score at a high level as well. But like he said, bro, he's around one pick one. But again, like I was saying off air before we started, he has reached a point in his contract uh, where he can now be traded even though he's just signed that new deal. So I do think they'll be shopping him. It'll probably be quietly. But I do think DeAndre Aiden will be traded. Just like you said, they're going to make a move. I think they're going to get rid of Aiden and Crowder. Maybe not together. But I think they need to shake something up because the Suns, like you said, are at 12. And they're not looking good. It doesn't look like the arrow's pointing up for them right now. So I definitely think they need to shake something up. Again, bro, I'm yeah. a big Monty Williams fan, but I do think this is on him. And it's crazy looking at it because as bad as the Lakers have played this season, they're only a half a game behind the Suns. <laughs> And Lakers ain't look good at all. For you right there, like bro, it's it's it's, it's definitely bad. And I say that to piggyback on to the Suns play us, who've also been looking bad. And us as in the Brooklyn Nets, um, we're fourth right now in, in the East. We fell because uh, we're on a three game losing streak. Obviously, we lost KD uh, in the Miami game on Sunday. Um, we lost him. Uh, I think they said he's gonna be out for a few weeks. Again, last three games he's been out. We lost. Kyrie didn't play um, in San Antonio. All the games have been 11 points or less in the last three games. Um, some pluses I'll take away out of these losses. Ben Simmons' aggressiveness. Uh, in the San Antonio game, he took 10 shots. He didn't make enough, but he took 10. Ended the game with a triple-double. 10 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Took 10 shots, only made four. But took two free throws, he made them both. His little wins add up because we're going to need him later. We're going to need him later than we're going to need him now. Yes. We're going to need him later. We need him right now because KD out, so we're going to need him his help along with Kyrie when he gets back and, and uh, a host of these other guys. Uh, Seth Curry uh, plays well for us. He had an off night uh, last night or night before last on Tuesday. But um, I definitely think, again, KD hurts us. or It just makes us much smaller because KD's our t- tallest player. And our second big man behind Nick Claxton. Um, again, who Nick Claxton plays well, uh, but he's just very small, man. And he's getting better. But uh, we still need a big. Front office said we're looking for one. We're thinking about making a move to get a big. I'm hoping we get somebody like 6'10", 6'11", a little thicker guy that can still run the floor, somebody, or a tall shot-blocking rim runner. I ain't seen Juval McGee playing in a minute. I, I wouldn't mind getting Juval McGee. Like, you know, somebody along the lines of that, we just need some, some more length because we're going to have to play against some bigger teams. The two teams that scare me the most in the East are very big, and that's Milwaukee and Boston. And these guys are big and they're physical, and that's where they kill us at. So we definitely need to make that adjustment. But, again, Ben Simmons is looking better. I want to see him and Curry back. I mean, him and Kyrie. When Kyrie gets back, if him and Ben can play, I want to see Ben with the same aggression, though. I need 10 to 12 shots a game from him because that's kind of where he was. In Philly, and he was very good with that, and he was pumping out 16 to 18 points, and I think 
once he can get right back to around there where he's giving us 16, 18 points a night, I think then we're going to be a, a very dangerous team. The defense is back, and the playmaking and open court is back. I'll give him that. He's got those things back. He still needs to put it together in his scoring aspect on his offense. But I'll take what he's given us. It's better than sitting in street clothes going yeah. to the doctor about your sure. mental health. So, yeah. you know, this is, this is definitely a, a, a big jump for us. Yeah, I mean, same same with a lot of these top teams, man. The Nets just got to stay, get healthy. And we've been saying it all season, they need another big man. Yeah. So, I mean, I see people. I ain't really heard too much after that uh, Marcus Cousins workout, so I don't really know what's going on with that one. Him and the Lakers, but right. I ain't seen nothing coming from it. Right, but clearly he's available. You got a Dwight Howard who's clearly available. You got a who's just say Javale McGee, clearly available. <laughs> Man. You got a. Uh, I'm I'm I was always baffled how nobody really doubled back on Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, that's a big guy who you don't got to pay too much, don't got to run no plays for it, but he can run the floor, protect the paint, and rebound. Yeah. If that's what you need. That's definitely that's, what that's we good, need. That's definitely what we need for sure. Um, again, we got the uh, some side on TNT. No D book. No Cameron Payne. Uh, Chris Paul doubtful. Cameron Johnson doubtful. And then again, no KD. Kyrie game time decision. Um, it shall be uh, good, man. It's, it's gonna still be a pretty even battle. Cause like I said, if it's just Ben out there, and they got Chris Paul and company. It's it could be you know it could be it could be a decent game. They're at home. Yeah, I mean, it's the type of game that that Ben could probably thrive in, where they they could let him get out and run, do what he do. Yeah. I mean, he gonna have to do what he do. I, I remember the one game we were watching after the Celtics. It was texting back and forth, and I was like, "Bro, what is he doing? Like, shoot the ball." You got it, it was like he was low key. He was more aggressive. But he wasn't as aggressive as he needed to be. He had opportunities that he continuously passed up, looking to, you know, try to dish it to somebody like, bro, you're 6'10, you're at the rim already. Like, get fouled at least. So that, yeah, that just baffles me. Like, that's definitely a mental thing. There's nothing wrong with his ability. Just mental. And he get that figured out, he could be a a transcendent player. Like just your skill set alone. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely it's definitely fun to see him get back in his groove. Like you said, he just needs to continue yeah. to pick his aggression up on the offense end. He's picked it up on defense. He's oh, guarding yeah, players. Defense, yeah, defense he guarded yeah. almost anybody. So he's he's looking good, you know, and then he's playing very good in transition. He gets us a lot of easy buckets in transition. But again, great aggressive on offense. Help get some fouls to get him in foul trouble. That way more people can shoot free throws. You know, help us out. But I do think, uh, like you said, he'll he'll have to get more aggressive because no Kyrie on the floor and no KD, you're the best player on the team, bro. Like, you're the best player on the floor for us. You're going to have to produce some points. And if not, I just need to take in the shots to try. Like it's a like you said, we got to get over this mental block. Yeah. It's literally, like you it's said, crazy. all we've, mental. We've seen him drop 40. We've oh, seen him twos. get triple doubles. All first like, verse. bro. Do that. <laughs> what I got if we didn't have it on tape. How do I need to say it to you? If it wasn't on tape, you would not no. believe he could do that. And I'm going to assume that you are a more skilled player now than you were then, like three, four years ago. You are, you are a seasoned vet. Man. This is nothing new to you. Do it. Man, please. <laughs> please, bro. 
But no, it's it's, it's definitely fun. Uh, the East is um is top heavy. Um, not really sure on how we feeling about Miami right now. Uh, the Knicks or the Hawks, but um, from from five to one, I think it could be interesting between the Cavs, the Nets, the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Celtics. I think those are pretty the, the pretty much superior teams in the East. I think the Cavs are a wild card. Just the freshness of them is what what is it is. But Donovan Mitchell is big time. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't. That was that was one of the things I forgot when we were talking about surprises. Is the Cavs? I didn't know how that was gonna fit because yeah. I've never really seen Donovan Mitchell as a superstar player. Like he's mm-hmm. a really good player, mm-hmm. athletic. And then you know, in the bubble, he went crazy. Yes. And then there's been times where he, you know, he has flashes mm-hmm. or whatever. But you know what? I, he's just a really good player. Yeah. Like I, I can admit. Donovan Mitchell is a really good, and I think I felt that way about Jimmy Butler too. Like when he was ascending, yeah. like ah, I think it's just you know, there's nobody oh, else with him. Yeah. yeah, like it's not gonna be consistent. But no, nah, Jim, I mean Jimmy's a is a I won't want to say a superstar, but he is a, a star, all star, star tier. Yeah, they <laughs> all star, all star type. Yeah, he's he so an all star caliber player. Donovan Mitchell in that all star right caliber there. player. Yeah. Yes, yes, very and, much. And he's proven with. With the Cavs, who, I mean, that team has a lot of talent on it. Let's not get it twisted. No, definitely. That Cavs team has a lot of talent on it. And he, right now, looking like he the battery in their back to keep them going. Yeah, and him and Garland play well off each other. I think that works well. And then they already had Allen and Mobley playing well. It's just a a nice little mix. They play well. They're well coached. It's it's a good team to watch, and I think they'll be – That'll be a good matchup for us in the first round. They're they're a tall team as far as athleticism. They're not really big. Like Allen is going to give us a hard time just because it's us. So you know he's going he's going to give it his all. But Mobley's a taller kid, but he's really slender. So you know there it, it should be that would be a good matchup. I think Allen and, and Claxton would be fun to watch. They're kind of Claxton is like a smaller Allen to me, like of a small version of that. He's a really good shot blocker. He times his blocks really well. Um, you know, and he's a, he runs the floor. I just think Allen's more developed, and I hate that we let him go because he'd still fit perfectly with this team right now, perfectly with us. But you live and you learn. But um, I do like what we got. But um, I do want to talk about the Sixers. Joel Embiid did drop what forty, like what three, four games in a row. He just had forty and nine uh, the other night again in that game versus the Clippers. And I was just talking about uh. They look good. They're looking really better. I think the acquisitions of PJ Tucker and bringing in those rocket players have made James Harden out weirdly just comfortable. Yeah. A little piece of home. You know how they usually say bring a little piece of home with you somewhere? Familiarity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of them feel me words. I definitely think he just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think he's uh, much more comfortable in the, in just, just in the system another year. Just a little bit more control. He looks good out there, you know, and he's always given the little fake effort on defense. He's giving right. it. So um, they look good right now. I don't think he's pressing as much. He look, he, like you said, he looks way more comfortable. He's just playing basketball. He's like, you know what, Joel, this is your team. You the man. You know, you need me, I'm here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I pick my spots. I don't have to try to be Houston James Harden here. Yeah. And it's like he he's out you know, you don't hear his name in headlines like going crazy or whatever. There's really no drama in Philly, and it's like it's the the least amount of drama I've ever heard from a Doc Rivers team. Man, you might be right. He forgot he was coaching him <laughs> for a hot second. Like, oh yeah, Doc is still over yeah, here. Yeah, like, he's still yeah, coaching them boys they up. Being low key and just letting Joel be Joel, and they balling right now. They looking 
they looking solid. Yeah, no, they look really good. They, they like you said, the three game win streak right now. They they took over the third in the East. Um, literally, uh, one game back from Milwaukee for second place. It's a it's a, it's a nice thing to see. Like you said, bro, uh, uh, James Harden's a very good player, and I think uh, a lot of these older veteran players are now getting finding their new roles and becoming much better players. Again, Russell Westbrook, another one, that new role, that coming off the bench role, and now he's like. It's like a whole like he got a he's finna get a second win in another part of his career that he's gonna excel in. Mm-hmm. Same thing with James Harden. This uh second fiddle role he couldn't he could never really adjust to. Now he's finally adjusting to that second fiddle role, and it's like, bam, look at you now. LeBron James adjusting to that <laughs> second fiddle role. Obviously, his fiddle, who you play first with, is not here. But you see how well AD was playing, it made LeBron look better. Like yeah. it's you know, like Players learning to finally like, hey, bro, all right, we didn't did this long enough. Let's literally do what we really got to do to get this ring, yeah. man. Because this is starting to get, you know. I think it's just so natural. Like you, you grow up, you the best player on your team. Go to high school, you're the best player. Go to college, you're the best player. Get drafted high in the NBA, you're the best player in the team. So you constantly carry the team on your back. And now, you know, your skills kind of diminish a little bit. And you get with somebody who's – you're not the best player anymore. And it's like it takes a while when you're like, yo, I, I ain't got to do all this stuff. <laughs> like, you know, I can chill and watch you do your thing. And then when they get on you, then I can go crazy. Uh-huh. So, you know, the, the sooner you find that out, the better off y'all all will be. No, and, definitely. And he's starting to figure that out. No, definitely. Um, it makes for – uh. Great basketball again, like you said, we're getting to see our, our OGs who we get to see who we seen come in this game as rookies and babies with bald heads and fresh mm-hmm. faces. Like you said, be OGs and get into the latter years and the new parts of their career and these new unfound positions and just things they're learning and you know, new positions to become better leaders and show that hey, this is a part of being a leader. It's like hey, learning your role, like hey, all right, I'm still the leader of this team, but I know who the I know who the man is on the floor, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely dope to watch. Um, again, we got the Suns tonight, and then Warriors Boston should be a good one. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Jeff Green, Jermichael Green is out. Kaminga's out. Wiseman's out. Um, Jalen Brown's uh, doubtful. We'll see. But again, Tatum there, and the rest of the boys there, yeah. they gonna be all right. Jason Tatum is definitely, if he ain't the leading candidate for MVP right now, he's definitely top three or no three for sure. Uh, and MVPs balling out of control. Uh, this and uh, Duke product. I I don't have to speak on these Duke guys. Y'all know what they do. Go to Duke, kids. Go to Duke. Play basketball and go to Duke unless you can go straight out of high school. You should still go to Duke even if you can. But yeah, then Duke boys is just something different. But uh, him and Jalen Brown look well together. You know, it was just what two years ago they were saying, should we split them up? Man, you remember that? <laughs> Should we trade one? So Obviously, I was trying to get him for Kevin Durant. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? I'm in on that. But I was just more in it from, from my sense. I oh, know, yeah. <laughs> but I definitely don't think that they should have traded him at all. But if we was finna lose Kevin Durant, I want somebody like Jalen Brown. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they need to go nowhere. I thought they did with Smart Thing, bringing in Malcolm Brogdon, another ball handler, to go with Smart, who's a little bit more of a better playmaker and offensive minded Smart, to help get Brown and Tatum easier buckets off the ball. That's coaching. That's 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 coaching. That's more of what Boston Celtics do as an organization, and that's that's why they're sitting at the top. And then on the other end, you got the defending champs. This is the first time the Warriors finna be in Boston since the finals. Mm-hmm. This shall be fun. 
The atmosphere is going to be live. When Curry get that ball, they're going to boo him. When Poole get that ball, they're going to boo. It's going to be lit. Somebody at the end of the game going to come with a post saying that somebody in that stands said something stupid to him. It's Boston. <laughs> it's what y'all do. If I got some no fans from Boston, there's no disrespect. It's what y'all do. We talk trash over here, too, on this side of the world. It's not a bad thing. It's when you get disrespectful, then it is. But if you just call somebody, they suck, hey, they suck. You want your team to win, he's a bum. When you get extra and get too personal, it's when it gets out of there. But again, Boston, this is no disrespect because we talk shit too. This is, yeah, this, this is, we pay tickets, goddammit. We in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I'm close enough for you to hear me, you better not be listening because I'm talking to you. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I think it's going to be uh, a very, very lively event. And I think Boston going to be ready because they they don't care if you who ain't going to be there and who not going to be playing. This going to give them that. This ain't no satisfaction because it ain't nothing like winning a ring. But this is just to let them know we still here. Hey, and if y'all there, we're going to possibly be there with y'all. So, hey, get used to us. But I think Boston is a very well-coached team. Uh, and I think this should be a very, very good game tonight. Yes, this game is definitely one of them playoff vibe games. Mm -hmm. Even though the all of the players won't be there suited up, eh, don't nobody care once that ball goes in the air. <laughs> Fans don't care. The refs don't care. The coaches don't care. The players don't care. This is going to be a playoff-type game, um, especially the Warriors. You know, they're fighting for a position in the West, and you're going up against the top the top team in the league right now. Mm -hmm. Of course you want to prove something. You want to show something. It's confidence builder. We beat y'all shorthanded. Just imagine what we're going to do when we got everybody. So, mm -hmm. you know, stars will be out. Stars will be out and aligned. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and Boston coming right in a seven-game winning streak after losing five of the last ten. So now they on the run now, looking good. Mm -hmm. This shall be a fun one. I will be tuned in because ain't no football, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, so, it's, oh, and it's earliest in that slot. It, There's really nothing going on. 430, that's perfect timing. Yes, yes, beautiful time. I'll be inside for that. <laughs> it, it, it shall be fun. And obviously my Nets come on also uh, in Phoenix. We watching that too. I got to see Ben be more aggressive. Like I said, he took 10 shots. He didn't make as many as I wanted, but I want to see another 10 to 13, hell, maybe even 15 shots, especially if it's no Kyrie again. If we get Kyrie, yeah, you can stay around 10 to 12. No Kyrie, I need to take some more shots, man. Uh, You know, we still want the win, but again, bro, we got to get him over this mental hurdle. We got to. We got to. But again, we can watch these games because ain't no football. <laughs> but... It's the football going to be played this weekend. It's going to be some football. Before we get into that, we're going to talk about the games I was playing over the past weekend. We're going to take a little break, pay some bills. We'll be right back after this. Bring the little podcast with the game. Yo, yo, y'all already know. Back in the building, it's your boy D-Wood with my bro, Big Chase. Y'all know this is the Bringing the Wood podcast. And we switching the script up. And it's switching over to the NFL. And we done had uh, a lot of coaches be fired already. Um, the interview process has already started because the offseason has started for uh, a bunch of teams, a bunch of teams. Um, so I definitely want to start with some Titan news slash Niner news. Uh, Titans, we found a new GM. We signed Rand Carton, Carthen, um, brother, by the way. Shout out to a brother. Um, as our new uh, GM, he was the director of player personnel for the Niners. So somebody who's really in tune with helping draft players. Very, very. Very good hire, by the way, I should say. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, turned down a lot of jobs. No, turned down a lot of jobs. You know, I went and did my research. Mm -hmm. I went and did my research. Did you speak, man? I went and did my research. I, know, no, I want you in here, too, because you probably still know a little bit more than I know. He come from your camp. 
But I did a, I did a little research when I seen it for sure because I, I had to know you know what we were getting. Obviously, he's coming from the Niners, so they've had success with drafting and building. This guy comes from a couple of teams with this success, um, whether it's trading to get players or drafting. Um, um, and they even tell he even tells a story, or you know, he they even tell a story about when he was a kid. Uh, he used to go and get the draft newspapers. He was a kid and break down combine work. So this mm-hmm. guy's been this is him his whole life. So um it's a great hire for us. Um shout out to the Niners. They get compensated for this. The Niners always figure out a way to get free picks. Very good at this. So again, this is this is Niner stuff. Hopefully we get in on this now mm-hmm. and we can be a part of this and we can get in, you know, and he can help it. Because again, John Robertson had did a solid job early coming from that Patriot regime. As we can see, the Patriot thing is starting to fall apart slowly but surely um from the top. So, you know, got to switch it up and go somewhere where the success is looking looking bright and new. And um, we went with uh, Rand Carlton. I'm so excited for this. Again, he turned down a bunch of jobs for this opportunity. Again, we have a solid team. We have a very, very good defense. Um, and we got some solid players that can um, that we can build upon. Uh, I'm excited to see what you can do in the game, brother. It's a black man, a man of color, big black bald brother. So um, <laughs> I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? He's part of the bald head community. And uh, it's, it's definitely uh, just a great thing to see. Uh, and, again, uh, coming from the Niners, like you said, a very good hire. So let you speak on your man as well. What will we get? Nah, nah, you pretty much said it. He's, he's a very smart man, very dedicated to the job. You know, he's he been in that front office for a while, about a lot of them picks. And a lot of them late-round guys that turn out to be all pros, mm-hmm. yeah, he had fingerprints all over that. So. I hate to see him go, but I'm glad for the opportunity. I'm glad to see another black man as a GM. Yes, you know what yes, I'm saying? And you know, feel like he 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 has a good head coach with him, mm-hmm. um, a good organization. That's the main thing. You know, when you want to take these jobs, you want to see people succeed. You want to see them go to good organizations. Right. You know, from top down. And uh, I think he'll be well supported. They'll give him freedom to do what he needs to do. Um, Interested to see how he works with the head coach um, and getting what they need. But uh, you got a great mind over there. And, yeah, thanks for them third-round picks. <laughs> I like that. Like, hey, they don't come off our dime. No, no, no. Straight up. Straight up. That's, that's, that's free NFL, that's NFL money right there. Right yeah, That's free NFL picks. But we, we definitely thank you for him. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's going to do a good job. With, like you said, we're a well-ran organization already. They bring in yes. somebody else who comes with that who can just help. Get us over the you top, know, man. Just ha- help, you, help you build a foundation on your culture. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that, then, you know, because it, it was a lot of times, especially those down, those down years, I'm looking at free agents and, and, and guys in the draft. It's like, oh, like, you know, as a fan, like, man, we need him. Yeah. I want him. Like, yeah. that's a big name splash. It's a, but if they don't fit your philosophies or your, 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 foundation what you want to build as your team then it, it'll never work it'll just be a setback and so as they started building that team and you see people go down and people step up out of nowhere and you see these late round picks or these top these top dudes that don't prove to be nothing but you get these you know lower dudes who work hard and and want to get it out the mud and you're like okay now i'm starting to see what type of culture we have that's a player that fits he don't like i like him he wouldn't fit in our system. He wouldn't fit in our locker room. And, you know, it's night and day from when Harbaugh left to how uh, 
Um, Shanna has been there now. And a lot of that comes from the freedom and the foundation that the front office built. And he was part of that. So. I'm glad we got him in early. As soon as our season was done, got him in. He's getting ample time. They ain't even started setting up senior bowls. Everybody not even committed to the draft. They ain't even started cutting people yet. Like, the NFL, like, we still in the season. So he gets time to get in there, get, the, get in his office, get set up, and really lay down some groundwork before we even get to the start of officially next season, which is basically like, you know, mm-hmm. a few weeks after the Super Bowl. So it's it's a good start for us, good hire. And as like you said, man, I'm excited to see what we can do on the upcoming season because I do think we're a playoff team and I, I think he'll help us continue to stay on that course. Absolutely. Um, but um, a big a big fire that I knew was coming. Uh, I hated that it happened, but uh, Byron Leftwich, man. Uh, I figured the Bucks were going to let him go. Me and my homie had to talk about it. All my, I got friends of teams, all teams. So I got a friend that's a Bucks fan too. And uh, uh, we kind of had this conversation about Byron Leftwich. And I told him, like, if Byron Leftwich cut, it's a high chance that Brady going to cut too. Like, I felt like that was the person who had, who was, who he was there for. And then I don't know if y'all heard Brady's pressure when he left. It didn't sound like a retirement presser. It sounded like a, I'm leaving Tampa presser. But I, I want to still play. But goodbye to y'all. I had fun. It was well. We had a nice run. We got a chip. But I think it's time to do something else. Yeah. And I, I and I, I ain't going to say whether it is or it ain't, but I, it's Brady. Like, wherever he goes, it's going to be a business move. It's going to be better for him. Brady's not going to put himself in a bad situation. As soon as he get bad, he'll get ghost. New England, case in point. And now he's going to do the same thing to Tampa. But again, yeah. bro, he gets y'all a ring or two or three. You know, it's, it's the payoff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you get what you pay for. I think Brady, when I, when I watch Brady's career, not exactly per se, but just the way um, they lead their teams, it's, he got a lot of similarities to LeBron. Like, I'm going to come in. Um, I'm going to give you a list of what I need. You know, I'm going to change what you usually do. But we're going to get this shit. And, you know, might have some down years. When I leave, it's going to be horrible. But, but I'm going to get you a ring. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to have to do it my way. And I, I think that's how Brady came in and did the Bucks. And looking at their roster now, they got talent there. But there's so many holes. And I think that comes with winning the championship is once you reach that pinnacle of success, then people become about their money. Mm-hmm. And now, okay, I want my money. Yeah, like, right, you, oh, you want to redo this? this like, you're going to have to pay me. Now. Yeah, right. Like, I was I was a big key to this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I want money. And then when that driving factor or that passion leaves, now you just got a bunch of high-priced cool dudes. Like, mm-hmm. you was cool, but that year you was great. But you're not a great player. You're good. Yeah. Hey. Your pockets get heavy. You know what I'm saying? Hard, then you gotta you gotta retool. Can't rest. So. Ask Aaron Donald. Can't rest the passer yeah. with a hundred million dollars in your pocket. It's hard. It's hard. You know. They, it, he got hurt. He's had so much money in his pockets. He ain't never been hurt. More places for linemen to grab. You know, yeah, pockets like, buzzing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Grab that and bulging out, bro. Hmm. What are you doing? But but yeah, no. Nah, I think Byron will land on his feet. Um. I just think it sucks that he gets the short end of the stick like this, but it is what it is. It's like, man, he was just getting interviewed for head coaching yeah. jobs last season. Last season. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. two seasons in a row he got interviewed. 
So if you're a team, what team you see him going? Um, depends on the quarterback, but uh, they might go with another guy. But the Jets, for starters, okay, that's is my pop. That's my pop. Uh, the Jets definitely is a team. Um, the Chargers is another team that I think he can go to. So they just I didn't fired think about their offensive that, yeah. coordinator because Joe Lombardi hmm. was Google. Hmm. All right, man. So, and that's my team. I think is a team that should go go bring in Leftwich and hear him out. Say, hey, what can you do? What what does your offense do that we were missing, right? That would have kept us in front. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think I think what he likes to do on offense didn't really cater to what Brady does well. You kind of seen some elements when he get, you know, I think he 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 follows the suit of um why is his name escaping me? The head coach, yeah. Ooh, um, um, Bruce Arians. Yeah, yeah. I think he follows a lot of the principles that Bruce Arians likes to to run, and I don't think that fits necessarily what Brady wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to the Chargers, you got a quarterback that can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, probably need to get a couple more receivers um, mm-hmm. that can get down the field. But that's a great team. Mm-hmm. The Jets. The Jets is mm-hmm. a perfect team. Mm-hmm. And and you have a head coach that's gonna let you be free and do what you want to do. Yeah, let you coach. Yeah. So, I think he'll definitely have some options. Uh-huh. Definitely have some options. I think he'll land on his feet somewhere. Definitely have his feet. Definitely land on his feet. Um, uh, Aaron Donald says he will return next year. He said he got a hundred million reasons to return. Uh, All right. Back, you know, I, I'll, I'll just do this. Leaving no money on the table. I'm not leaving no money on the table. Yeah. I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm arguably the greatest defensive lineman to ever play the game. Greatest to this generation. Like, oh, I'm straight. I'll go ahead and play around for the next few years to get this great and get him out of here. <laughs> but yeah, no, he had a very lackluster year last year. I mean, the whole Rams did as a unit. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Stafford says he's back. Everybody's coming back. LaFleur is back. I know they lost a lot of coaches, though. A lot of coaches either uh, were cut or received jobs at other places. Which was crazy too, but I mean, I guess you know they won the Super Bowl, so it's still some talent on the roster. Right, you got that, you got that experience that that uh, people that have been there. Yeah, that I've been saying, there. That experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, a lot, a lot of moving parts like that. Uh, former Jets OC uh, Lafleur, little Lafleur, came out and um, said that. Uh, I guess players, uh, former, he said that uh, the players, him and the players agreed that Don Johnson, uh, Joe Flacco, or Mike White was a better option and more effective in offense. But we've seen that. But, I mean, he probably was saying that before the season started. But, again, when you drop the guy at number two, yeah. it's kind of what you got to do. But um, we'll, 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 we'll see how this plays out. Um, again, they're in the hunt for office coordinator. Uh, they brought in, they interviewed uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, the uh, ex-Browns head coach, Packers office coordinator. I think he's a very good office coordinator. I think he can help out, but I think they need a quarterback because we've seen what he just did with Russ. It didn't work. Right. So, you know, still think you're going to need a quarterback to do what you want to do, and I'm not sure if they have that quarterback on the roster for you. But again, hey, they're going to be drafting. They'll have a top 20 pick. You know, we'll, we'll see. Ken Dorsey took an interview with the Panthers on uh, the Bills offensive coordinator. I think he's a pretty d- decent guy up and coming. 
earned his credit. He's known for the crazy rant when they lost to the Dolphins in the regular season. Uh, as they called it passion. You know, I'd call it, you know, something else. But, you know, it is what it is. But hmm. uh, he, he's definitely a, 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 a definitely a decent coach. Um, an up-and-coming coach who I'm going to, who I do want, I'm glad he stayed, is uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. I was happy he returned to Detroit. I really think he should wait it out a little bit more, get another grip on his system, on his scheme. It's only going to be his third year now. And they haven't really figured this out. And then I think he'll be a hot commodity because to take the Lions from literally uh, a bottom three offense to the number two, number one offense in the NFL as far as points per game, bro. Second behind uh, Kansas City in points. And I want to say only like behind Philly or KC in total yards. So, like, man, he's that. You did something over there. And you did this with Jared Goff, by the way. Yeah, right, right. You like know, you, teams don't teams teams that, don't let that go unnoticed. That offense was hot the last what I want to say eight to ten weeks of the season. We started the season one and six. Yeah, it went crazy. The season nine and eight. And know? it was it was it was because of the offense. They were mm-hmm. putting up points. They, had they to. were the moving the was ball. Very, very yeah, right. Opportunistic at yeah, best. I, I like that. At best, they were definitely a defense that plays well with the lead. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That yes, very well with the lead, sir. And yeah, but I think he's a great OC. I think he needs another year. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll be a hot commodity um, as a head coach, right. bro. Yeah, if he can duplicate this, yes. You do this again, and y'all make the pause now. Oh yeah, they're definitely yeah. gonna bring a defense with them. They have to. They gotta. They got to. I would go. Yeah, draft. I'm going all all, all defense. defense. It's yeah. like the offense all is defense. set. I mean, you know, might pick up a couple of linemen or something. You Can know what I'm but it, it, it kind of depends what they do in free agency. But definitely need to need to retool that defense. You got some nice young players, but uh, definitely could use some veteran leadership and and a splash player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, right on on same queue, same team. Aaron Glenn took an interview for the Houston Texans job, the defense coordinator mm-hmm. of the Detroit Lions. Um, defense wasn't that great. I do think that was for more Rooney Rule. But I do yeah. think Anglin is a solid coach. I think he needs another year. It's just more practice life. The team is opportunistic, and they need better players. Respectfully, I can't name a linebacker. I know they. I think they got a cat from Purdue. I know they got a young dude from Purdue who be tackling his ass off. I think it's like a little Mexican dude. No, that's my boy Rodriguez from Oklahoma he State. Be, I do know him. He's a four point though. He only a rookie. He's a four point. I do know him from Oklahoma yeah. State. You know, I like him. Hey, that's the only linebacker I know. Exactly. They got a new dude named Barnes, I think, too. But again, they need some backer help for sure. They can use, I like uh 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 the young safety Joseph from, from Syracuse. Yes. He's yeah. very good. Um, you got Akuda if he can stay healthy. Yeah, if Akuda can stay healthy, they need to put another player. Yeah, Aurorie. He I he could. He could. They just need play. to figure out where they gonna play here. Because he, he, he plays play safety, he plays corner. I think he can play some safety because they need a safety too. Yeah. They need another safety. But, yeah, I think they, like you said, bro, all defense in the draft, the best defensive players available, you get a good pick because you got the Rams pick in the Stafford trade. Yeah. Um, and your D-line is starting to look really nice. Just be building the foundation. That's, yeah. that, that's the foundation of the defense, yeah. the D-line. You can control the line of scrimmage and get out to the quarterback, stop the run. Everything else is, you know, next step. Get some linebackers in there. And then get that secondary taken care of. And the Lions could be scary. Yeah. Very, very that division is is it's, ripe for the taking. Yeah, it's good. At the I mean, right we time. already know what the what the Vikings represent. Yeah, the Packers. Yeah. Who, who knows where they headed? The Packers. I mean, not the, then, Packers. the Vikings <laughs> are the Denver Nuggets of the 
there. It's like, there, no matter how good you are, it's like, I don't call you a title defender. No, no. Like the Nuggets. Like, y'all good. I like y'all. But I, I don't, y'all going, y'all going down second round. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I wasn't surprised. And we're we going to get we into care. the that's a, that's You already like... know. We're we going to get yeah. into that. Uh, and the last one I want to talk about is obviously one of the hotter coordinators in the league, Dan Quinn. Uh, Coats are uh, putting their request to interview him, obviously, to be after the season because they got a big one on their hands. Yeah, he got a lot of free time next week. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> that's why he request. That's why they requested it this week, so they can get him for next week because they, they know what's going on. The writing on the wall is, is, is there. But um, uh, <laughs> those are some of the the coaches' uh, updates early. Obviously, Sean Payton is still out there. Every team wants Sean Payton. The going price is the first mid to late first round pick, and to pay him whatever he wants. And the only team that came out and said they would literally do that was the Carolina Panthers. They literally said, we got a first and whatever you want. Again, that's probably going to be one of those teams you really got to bring back. But again, Peyton is the guy that can do it. Like, he's a this is a really good coach. He already got the staff. He won't with him. Like, yeah, but I think the Panthers are willing to do that because they played against him, and they know it's going to cost a lot to get him to stay in a division. Yeah. I'm the Saints. I'm like, man, that's my last. That is my last, my last option. They're like, we got all the money. We got <laughs> yeah. the first. All like, the come on, come on, come on. Send them to it. So you can beat up on your old team. I'm like, please oh my, yeah. for, for the next ten years, please. They're like, nah, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need all this. Yeah, we gonna. We gonna you gonna have to make it out. worth it. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. So you know, I ain't really gonna talk about Sean until Sean hired. Mm-hmm. But other guys, I want to give him they credit because obviously Sean is Sean. But we got to get into the game over the past weekend. Let's do it. Um, we'll get, we're going to get straight to it. Y'all, we are, we going to go in order. Y'all was up first. Y'all set the bar high for everybody. Y'all put the NF, y'all put the NFL world on nervous, uh, most Saturday morning. It was, um, it was rather festive early. It was, yes. And yes. then when the Seahawks tried to get physical, no, y'all, y'all got more physical. And then the game just kind of got, got away, got out of hand. And obviously, the talk of the town is going to be Brock Purdy again. He started off slow, um, and that just kind of comes with the territory. It's because it's a new atmosphere. You got to adjust to that. You got to settle down. You're going to be nervous. Go ahead and jitters again, bro. The Seahawks was the only team who got to see him twice. This they got a little bit more film. They can make little adjustments. Yeah, and I think they did. That's why I think they made a lot of his windows tighter to throw in. That's why some of those throws a little high. He went trying to turn the ball over. So ah, pull it at the last minute, throw it a little high. Kudos to Seattle. That's Pete. We knew Pete was going to get y'all. You knew we was going to get. Everything he had in that first half, he threw everything he had at y'all. Yeah. And, y'all and almost gave it to him, too. Ex- yeah. And you seen, you kind of seen some of the adjustments that they made was the linebacker always stayed to the twin side. Uh-huh. And he sat on the slant. Like, he waited. He never, and there was a few times if he just would have went hard, it was a pick to the house. He kept going late. Yeah. Hard. Yes. Yeah, he dropped like two yeah. of them. And, and I think if it's if it's Jordan Brooks, it'd be different. You right. know what I'm saying? And it's Barton, you know, somebody that hasn't really played a lot, hasn't so been in that situation yeah, a lot, right? You're not trusting it like you should, yeah. You see it? We, yeah. Right, right. But again, like you said, you get out but, there yeah. and get But he was getting he was getting deflections, you know. Deflections but a better player, you know, game. yeah. A better player, them is you know, to the hut. And again, it's just and that's what I said, I felt like it was gonna be like that early because again, they were the only team that had extra film. But again, great coaches go at halftime, and they make adjustments. Adjustments. This is a chess match. Yeah. And like I said, we knew, we talked about it all week. Pete was coming with everything, and he gave everything they got. DK had a big game. 
Geno tried it, but four sacks. Yeah, uh, a running game that was insane. Uh, McCaffrey one nineteen. I, I told I was very upset that y'all didn't run the ball enough in the first half. I said that to you. I told you I was like, yeah. no way, Purdy should have this many throws, and McCaffrey should get this. And then yeah. the next series, a starting Boom. opening drive, McCaffrey gets ten carries, he scored a touchdown. I was like, that's all yeah. I'm asking. That's all that I'm asking. I understand and you want to try to like surprise them. Sometimes, what did you just say? Other sometimes try to like do more. Try to outsmart us. Yeah. And it, and he does it. And I remember, I realized this last year when Trey Lance first start when he played the Cardinals, and they came out, and he ran like ten straight pass plays, and then he kept running on a bunch of quarterback runs and stuff, and it was like, and Trey Lance ended up breaking. I think he broke his finger. He got twisted his knee up or whatever. And they were like, why? Well, why did you keep it? He was like, because it was just some of the looks they were giving us, some of the fronts. Like, I knew they'd come out, try to stop the run. So, figured we just pass a lot. And I'm like, bro, no. just run. <laughs> don't help them. Yeah, don't help them. If you so, don't run at all, you're helping them. And he does, he'll do that a lot. Like, he'll okay. just come out and be like, all right. Like, I, I feel like he calls like two to three plays in the huddle and be like, yep, yeah, get this look, just go to this play. This, you know what I'm saying? And then it's like, you see a lot of pass plays, and you start getting predictable. It's like, all right, it's going to be a rollout. It's going to be a bootleg. It's going to be a mm-hmm. – and then after a while, you know, sometimes, like like he did last week, you know, he'll go back, fix it, and then, cool, we'll come out fine. They want to do this. They want to have the linebacker sit on these slants. Cool. Let's run right at him there. If he's sitting there flat-footed, let's run at him. That's what they start doing, running. That's overpowering him, dude. Then the play action game comes off that. Now you're coming out looking like you about to come and block somebody. Offense, Boom. And then you run right by him. That's your offense. Sir. Yeah. And it was just it was crazy to see. And I was like I said, I was texting by I got three three diners I, I text. That's about it. Anybody else is kind of really a wild person. So I usually tell y'all <laughs> just in the between the game asking my questions because I really want to know what y'all be thinking. And that's why I asked all y'all before the game, like, what's your what's your nervousness? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say who, but somebody said eleven. Somebody was like, "I ain't gonna even lie, bro. I ain't even watching right now because that's where my life." <laughs> 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 okay. You're not even watching right now, you know? Oh, I respect, but no, it was it was a very good game. Again, man, the run game was there. Um, Debo was being Debo. Um, Brandon Ayuk makes plays that totally matter because he wins one on one. If he continues to win one on one coverage, he will be the X factor going down the stretch. Absolutely, because you have to stop Debo. And you gotta keep an eye on Kittle. Because if you if you decide to run man to try to combat the zone run mm-hmm. and and the screens and, and the motions or whatever. He's the man beater. He's yeah, that's the guy to go to. Because he can run the double Kittle. routes. Yeah. He can get he has enough speed to get over the top, is enough speed to run away from man uh-huh. coverage. And if you start having to try to double him or or dropping a um uh, a robber down to wherever he's going. Now you got to worry about Kittle. Yeah. Now you got to worry you about pull the coverage to, to stop by you. You're, oh, you're in trouble. You're having a, you're having a you're bad game. Yeah, you're like, in trouble. You got to hope you can win with that. But that's what makes IU special. But hey, they're gonna have to go man because they're gonna get tired of George Kittle. Yeah. He killed his own. Yeah. So they gotta go man to combat that. Yeah. You, you got Debo. You got to mix. It's like you're gonna be the god. Yeah. If you can win one-on-one coverage because you're going to get a lot of it, it's going to be fun. That's why I know I'm speaking ahead, but I can't wait to see y'all play Philly, bro. I want to see Bradbury and Slay against that mm. offense. I want to see them guys. Uh, 
I wasn't expecting uh, Garner Johnson to come back from the abdomen. He's back and he's playing well. I want to see him wind up on the I like him. That's, that's probably my favorite player yeah, on that team. It's going to be so fun to watch. And again, I'm I'm, I'm speaking super duper early. And hey, it's yeah. my show. But again, y'all got games to play. Everybody, but it's a as a as a. I'm just talking about speaking ahead because they're the one and two. Yes, anything can happen. They got to go handle business. Both of them this weekend. Absolutely, they got teams who actually played very very well over the weekend as far as the Cowboys and the Giants. Mm -hmm. Both of them played better than I expect the Giants to win. The Vikings be tripping, but the but the Giants played really really well. Very efficient. Very Very efficient. Very very efficient. We got to go with the, the upset of the weekend. Game on Saturday right after y'all got finished doing what y'all do. And that was um Jags Chargers, man. This what didn't didn't I pick them? Yeah, yes, I, yes, okay. Yes, I'm just making yes, sure. Sir, yes, I'm just making sure. Yes, sir. It got it looked ugly to start. No, 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 yes, sir. It looked ugly. Yes, I was like, man, why I pick these dudes? They no, not ready for this moment. Not ready for this them. moment. They they listen, they weren't coaches. He rallied I like the truth, that. bro. Yep. He rallied the truth, bro. And that's what uh, Trevor Lawrence said. He said, Coach Peterson makes us believe that we can win no matter what. And he had and to. And he said that happened in the Cowboys game, bro. Don't be, they was down in the Cowboys, came back and went overtime. Oh, bro started their game off with four picks. How do you come back from that? As bro. a young player, like, bro, you, you're trash right now. At home. Home, bro. At home, throwing four picks. First half, three in the first quarter. And we came back because our coach told us all year, like, bro, we can come back from anything. And they believe it. That's a, that's a scary thing when you believe that. <laughs> when you can believe some bullshit. <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> but it was 27 to nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, they was on them. I ain't gonna lie. I went to sleep at halftime. I woke up and I was like, wait, they down by 10? Like, hold on. This... They trying to come back, and they had the ball. Went down and scored. I'm like, I'm I'm up now. I'm perked up. Like, yo, this is this is a game. I told I, what I've been saying all year, bro. All year I've been talking about them Jacks since week three mm-hmm. when they played the Eagles, and they got up on the Eagles, and the Eagles came back and won, which showed me how good the Eagles really were and how good the Jags were. And I said, watch the Jags. I said, they give me who buys Bengal vibes, bro. Mm. I said Bengal vibes. I said this earlier. I like to reiterate myself because when things I smoke and I know things. <laughs> and I like to I like when they come to fruition, right? And they're a very well coached, bro. And it starts from the coach and the quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is really, really good, bro. Urban Meyer, and I I have to say this every time. Urban Meyer was a terrible coach. He hired terrible coaches and he produced terrible product. And Trevor Lawrence looked terrible as a rookie. And now in his second year, he's literally head and shoulders looking better. Obviously, a better talent because a better coach knew what to put around him. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It helped. And, again, bro, now they finna go to Kansas City with uh, nothing to lose. Nothing nothing to lose. But this is more about the Chargers blowing it, bro. Yeah. I, Herbert, 25 for 43. Um, I don't think they ran Eckler enough, bro. 13 carries, They never bro. do. They never Eckler do. Eckler is a very it's good a very running good running back, very, very good. It's like, bro, again, but that's why you go fire your OC. You thought it was going to be Staley, but. I think that was a that was a last-ditch effort before, like, you know what? Something got to change. Mm-hmm. Now, it's either all of y'all or it's him. Yeah. And he was like, bro, he probably just threw him under the bus. Sure. Like, he got to go. Got like, to. I'm not, you're not getting me up out of here. Fire the OC. Not yet. the quarterback's coach. Yeah. Like, here, come new. Find somebody else. But, uh. 
That's definitely on Staley too, bro. You run the team. Absolutely. Like you said, your offensive coordinator too, because you you called the plays. Because Staley just called defense. So your your coordinator is definitely in full control. But you hired him. And you gave him control. And you bro. make the final say anyway. Yep. If you're up by twenty seven, how do you only run the ball thirteen times? It yes. makes no sense. Or give that man thirteen carries. Yes. It don't it it don't make sense. You, you should you should be up around thirty to forty carries, thirty to forty run plays. No way, bro. To be up that uh, yeah, we up. Let's run this, run the clock, get up out of here, slow this game down, speed this game up. Terrible coaching. Herbert only threw one touchdown. They sacked him three times. Like the offense looked bad if you really look at it. Like it was literally Lawrence made it look like they looked good. If you kind of think if he throw the pick, they might have blew the Chargers out. Yeah. And that's bad coaching, bro, because that Chargers team is loaded. Yes. And they primarily had everybody there. Literally. So. Yeah, bro, that's that's a, that's that's the biggest blow of the weekend. Like, that's the one that, like, again, I wasn't expecting to happen. I ain't surprised, but I am a little bit. But I knew the Jags were a very competitive team. I knew they were better than 27-0. Yes. Like as people saying, yeah, they shouldn't be. They're like, yeah, technically they shouldn't be. My Titans should be. I don't disagree with that statement. But this is a team that's really good. They're well coached. They got a great head coach, bro. And again, bro, they're going in Arrowhead next week or this weekend. But shit, nothing to lose and everything in the game, bro. And uh, this was just like the the playoff of young quarterbacks. Though I feel like we only had Brady was the only OG, and then what? Yeah. <laughs> Seen a graphic. All every quarterback left is under thirty. I think yeah. Dak is the oldest at 29. Right. And then everybody else is like 23, 24, 25. Right. That's yeah. some young dudes. Yeah. Left out of everybody. Yeah. But uh man, this is this is this it's wow. Uh again, Skylar Thompson made his playoffs at Brock Purdy and Skylar Thompson. The two last That's wild. picks started. They, they don't change they changed the draft. No. They've changed draft strategies. They watch these ten. Watch all these quarterbacks start going late. Watch. It ain't finna be no quarterbacks not getting drafted, <laughs> yeah. bro. It's yeah. gonna be none and If you're a young quarterback, you need to thank these two guys right here. Guys, they might have just helped your career. And, and even if you don't catch on, you're gonna get way more opportunity. Opportunity to get that chance, like a couple checks, you a couple dollars you might have not got. Might even be some XFL, USFL yeah. type quarterbacks getting looked at. Because man. Experience right. matters, and we've seen that. Matter, brother. You can come in and help a team out. And Scarlett Thompson didn't play well, but he had some decent moments. And, and he I'm kept him in the game. Waddle and oh Tariq Hill gosh. dropped some balls, bro. He didn't throw a lot of good passes. And I be always saying this, bro. I hate when receivers complain about bad throws. Like, hey, my bad. But I'm going to throw one good one. And God damn it, you got to catch it. You got to catch it. And he put some of them on the, right there. Right on their numbers, right there in their hands, and they drop it. And some Wado dropped some big, big, big balls. Two third down catches he dropped. Uh, a a darn near. And I get it because if it, if you got a, a a good quarterback, he walking in the end zone with yeah, that. Yeah. But you know, you you know, know what you got? This dude out there with number nineteen on, bro. Oh, he bro. just yeah. he winging it. Like, you got to help him out. Give him some. Help him get some confidence. You are. Uh, uh, what do you have? Thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred. Yeah, both them boys, yeah. thousand yard boys. You was up there. You were expected to make those plays all the time, bro. Make it no matter who's that quarterback. And one catch in eight yards. I mean, not one catch eight yards, but Tyreek had uh, what seven catches for sixty nine. Why don't have three catches for forty four yards? But like, that's not gonna get it done. Uh, no, so those, that's your all, that's your whole offense and right again, there, bro. Y'all had drops. 
drops, multiple, both of y'all. Like, that's not going to get it done. Again, Thompson Kid did not play well. But the game was still close enough to win, and he made some winnable plays that y'all got to do y'all part on. He played well enough to win that game. That's all I can say. The game was close enough a fucking game. He did. He, has he some, made some. He made some. Some, some definitely course. rookie coach mistakes. Yes, uh, I had time management. Say they fire him, and I was nah. like, "Listen, nah, bro. You it's learning, learning moments. This is a new. What do you expect? He didn't even call the plays in San Francisco. He wasn't on the sideline. Yeah, he not used to that. This yeah, is all this new, is all new. And still make you, bro. still make the playoffs with a quarterback that everybody wrote off, and and he got hurt what three, four times. And you still Maybe. made the playoffs and still almost pulled off a win against the Bills in Buffalo. In Buffalo, and they swore y'all couldn't get down in the cold, bro. Like they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, nah, bro. I, I don't think McDaniel should go nowhere. So, like, yeah, they just extra. They might they, need to throw him an extra twenty dollars. They man. just need a few roster tweaks. Uh, you need a a, a a real running back. Um, Most of them Wilson are cool. They're they good cool complimentary back because yeah. that's they what they players. were in San Francisco. Complimentary um, bags. He learned it. He learned it. He learned it. Yeah. Even even uh, Salvan Akbar, he was on the practice squad in San Francisco. All these bags from San from San Francisco. Then you got receivers out there. You got two excellent deep threats. Where if you get a, a running back that's comparable, consistent, can stay healthy. He will never see a loaded box ever, ever. ever. There's no possible way. You have a good tight end. You get a quarterback. I mean, even Tua. Bad, gritty, but a good tight end. Horrible gritty. When he <laughs> caught it, I was like, "Don't you do you it? Know he Don't is. you do it?" He gonna there gritty he until he Boop. get good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have a a a a very good roster. Defense is not bad. You know, a couple tweaks there. Y'all got to get that pass rush. I don't know. What Bradley Chubb is so okay. Him in on, uh, he only played on pass rush down. So okay, I had to that would make sense. And then yeah, because I kept saying like, bro, why are you not playing him? Like, is he not working? Like, y'all did y'all blow a trade? But then he got hurt in practice. Okay, he got nicked up. So he can only give. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, well, you get a couple little splashes. Yeah, like that makes sense. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. But yeah, you get a healthy him. You get the the kid out of Miami. He continues to develop. That Phillips. that can be something. And then you got um Watkins in the middle who's. It was turning into a. Yeah, he's uh, even getting a little nasty streak on him. He yeah, never my, he nah. was a good player at Clemson, very good. We never had nasty in him. Yeah, he started. I might be just being in Florida, you know, something. About could be, could be. Yeah. And you got some cool young linebackers. You got a decent secondary. Um, yeah, that that can be a team that can run. I'm not gonna say run that division, but be make noise in the AFC for a long time. And give them and you, you hell a, for two games. You a year. quarterback and a. And I'm running back away. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Huh, what do you know? These next two drafts are littered with them. Yeah, littered. Y'all got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the bigger takeaway on this is on the other end, man. The Bills. Um, they look good, but like you said, bro, this is a team that y'all kind of should have put away. You know, with, yeah. a, with a third string quarterback, rookie. You know what I'm saying? The I kind of expect that from the Bills, though. They they always seem like that's not a they good are a very no not at all <laughs> they are a very talented team but they're a underachieving team like they're not they play down to the level of their competition if it's a very good team they're gonna play a good good game mm-hmm. if it's a trash team then you know they're gonna be out there lackluster it's almost like they're looking ahead like you know what we want the Chiefs right. we wait to get mm-hmm. to the Chiefs but mm-hmm. if, hey you if you don't do what you got to do. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to slip up and get caught. And there's plenty of times where I think that they're vulnerable of that. They was asking them, uh, uh, they had asked Josh Allen, how do you, you know, are you, do you feel good winning the game? And in a nutshell, he basically was saying he ain't, he ain't focused on these games. It's a bigger objective. And then I'm like, yeah, I understand that, but you got to win these games to get to the objective. Right, the objective so is be, now. And that's all. Like, you should be focused on the now. Yeah. Like, you, like you're trying to graduate and get a degree. That's the objective to get that degree. But you can't take this class until you pass this class. It's prerequisites to get there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you can yeah. almost fail. Yeah, bro. You ain't, you ain't met them. You got to start over next year. Yeah. You ain't met them requirements. And again, bro, they sacked them. The, 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 uh, Dolphins sacked them seven times. Made him throw two interceptions. Um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, obviously, Gabe Davis is a playoff uh, warrior. <laughs> he shows up, and him and Diggs did their thing. The whole offense looked good. Cole Beasley even popped out and did his thing. And I think they have a very good offense. So even, they've even refound Dawson Knox, which right, is crazy. Right. Like, where you been all year? Yeah. You know, he started off hot early and then took a little. Yeah. Now they're finding him. And again, Josh Allen with his legs is going to always be a threat. Uh, again, though, I, I, he calls for concern. They got a very, they got the toughest test next uh, this weekend out of all the teams. They got the toughest test um, in in the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Well, oh, I think kind of kind of parallels them. I think they're looking ahead also, and um, both teams looking at the same team. Yeah, y'all gotta y'all gotta play. Gotta play each other. That's the issue. And um, I yeah. Yeah, I'll, let, I'll we we'll talk about that. You later. know, we're gonna say no, that like, yeah, 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 we'll talk about that, that later. Because we, we go, we just want to talk yeah. about the game. We're gonna get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, going down tomorrow. Going down tomorrow for sure. Um, and the game that I said was gonna happen, the Giants over the over the Vikings. I said mm-hmm. the Vikings better win. They should have. They needed to. Would they? Nah. Their defense been, um. I all year they've been very very lackluster in stopping the run. Hmm. What do the Giants do very well? And that rock. And Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley um did just so. <laughs> Daniel Jones seventeen carries for seventy eight yards and Saquon had nine for fifty three. Both of them averaged um over four and a half yards a carry for the game. Um Daniel Jones also threw for another three hundred yards, two touchdowns, no interception. That's happened three times, but uh Isaiah Hodges. He's been catching on for these guys. Uh, eight catches, 105 yards in the touchdown. Uh, Bellinger, the rookie tight end, also brought in the other one. Saquon also had another five catches out the backfield, over 100 total yards. And Darius Slayton uh, popped in and out every now and again for another 88 yards. And um, I think the bigger take on this is, man, um, Kirk Cousins had a good game. But the guy you needed to have a good game with you didn't. Justin Jefferson, man, quiet night. I ain't gonna say that Dory Jackson shuts you down. That sounds crazy. Yeah. But this was Dory Jackson first game back in a long time. And he looked very good over there. A Dory Jackson is an He's athlete. Like oh wow, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he is uh, like there's a lot of different type of corners, as you know. You yes. know this. Dory Jackson is a guy who's not necessarily a great corner. But he's a great athlete. Very, very great athlete. And if you can't out athlete him, he's gonna he's gonna get his. Yeah. Um and Justin Jefferson 
I don't think he's I think he's the perfect type of receiver for Adoree Jackson because he's not gonna try to out physical you. He's gonna try to just run like he he's a route runner. And I feel if he doesn't get opportunities early, he's not as motivated. Uh-huh. He's a he's a guy once he gets going, he's hard to stop. He's exactly. If he gets he gets ten catches in first half. He wants more. Like, yeah, I'm having a good day. He gets in a rhythm. And if he never gets in a rhythm, it's easy to take him out of his game. And then those routes don't – they're not ran with, with as much conviction. And then, it, you know, it's going to snowball. And then when Kirk is running around and he's panicking, he, you know, he's not going to look for him. And I think that's kind of what happened. And they he got – they got, they could, Yeah, they definitely couldn't sack Kirk, but they definitely moved him off of mm-hmm. his spot. Kurt played well as he could. Like I said, 31 for 39, 273, two touchdowns, no interceptions. They didn't sack him. But again, uh, Dexter Lawrence was moving yeah. the line of scrimmage, bro. Like, that's a big man. He's easily 350. Yeah. Easy 350. And that's on the light bay. And you, you can see him. <laughs> He's on the camera. You don't miss him. He's a, a very, very big man, and he, he, he makes plays. And uh, he he was a baller. Um, Xavier McKinney looks good too. Not gonna knock him. He played good back there in the back. Yeah, that's first, first game back also. Yeah, these guys good, play bro. well, bro. They play they play really really well out there. And um, you you can't be mad at the results, dog. And uh, like I said, it's more so what I expected from the Vikings. Again, fifteen carries for Dalvin Cook, Garrett's four carry. I don't understand why they don't again, but that's that. I told you who's the offensive mm-hmm. the head coach. That Rams formula. Uh, yeah. Throw the ball and throw it a lot, even when the round is working. Because four yards of carry just is that's that's a, that's a that's a winning number right there. You know what I'm saying? Four yards of carry for uh, Dalvin Cook, but again, bro, that's just why I don't believe in the Vikings. I just don't think they. Yeah, but I mean they, they showed that all season. You know, it was a lot of it had a lot of plays that could have went either way. A lot of fortune that helped them get their record that they had, and. Unfortunately, when it when it's crunch time, that doesn't always come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I definitely want to um, give Daniel Jones a shout out. I still wouldn't pay him. I would franchise tag him. He is definitely, yeah. um, but he is helping prove my case on that coaching is so much more better now than it was back in the day. Because if you're a really good coach, you can turn somebody into a very serviceable quarterback with the right scheming, right system. And I'm going to even give Daniel Jones a little kudos. Right now, he's playing like an in-between version between Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. Vanilla Vic. Yeah, he's – I like that. He's just <laughs> right there. Like, you know, he's, he's not scared to get physical. No, stiff but he's a, he's a scary type of player because if you look at all his uh, numbers and times and his stats and stuff, you, that I mean, it goes for the whole team outside of Saquon Barkley. Like, these are, like, a lot of no-name dudes that you don't know a lot of information about. But it's basically because maybe they just never had an opportunity, hadn't had the right coaching. But right. you look at Daniel Jones. He's 6'5", 230, and can run mm-hmm. and, and can, can throw. Really throw. You, he just hasn't shown it. Now, if you get a coach that can bring that out of him, uh-huh. now you see Daniel Jones getting 17 carries. Most of them are design runs. Yes. Like, yo, they're purposely trying to run him on us. Yeah. And I don't know what took so long for the Vikings to figure that out, but it's 
like you're you're geared up to stop Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones is slicing y'all. After about five of them, I'm like, oh, he yeah, he, he got to stop him. He not about to kill us. He's like, we'll we'll deal with Saquon. But Daniel Jones, no. And then that just got him in his rhythm. And then he started hitting that. Th- those receivers start running wide open because now you're starting to think in the back of your mind he might just take off. And now he's not looking to make the big play. He's mm-hmm. looking to make a play. And now he realizes, like, a play is like, oh, shit, nobody open, run. Yeah. Oh, one, two, run. Like, he ain't even looking. He ain't going through progressions a lot. Like, if you watch the game, it's like, one, two, pew. And I like it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's working. And now, like you said, now people seeing that, now they running. Now he's running the throw. Yeah. And he's the, the third down corner route, the Hodges on the corner on the rollout, on the spin out. Mm-mm. Like, Didn't, like you, you want to know exactly what it reminds me of? I mean, Kaepernick. Like, I'm going to throw it, and nobody open, I'm going, and I'm straight line running hella fast. <laughs> and that's what he out there doing. And it's like, after a while, it's like, man, you got to figure out, this is what they are purposely trying to do. And I, I don't know if it's just that. It could be that. Like, they haven't really been this deliberate in, in running this type of offense. But it's what's working. You come in, you look at the numbers, like, okay, Saquon, they're going to go here, they're going to go here, they're going to try to get Slayton open. But now it's like they're starting to find out other people can do things, we can do this also, so teams don't really know what to be ready for. Man. But we're starting to see exactly what the Giants are. They, they're coming together at the perfect, perfect time. time. Ain't, no, ain't no better time to peak than the playoffs. And um, Speaking of peaking, uh, Man, we're going to talk about smoking Joe and company, man. Obviously, the Ravens were uh, handicapped. No, no Lamar Jackson is a big, big letdown. But again, bro, the Ravens had a chance to win this game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you play short, but um, more deep. Um, it's really Joe Burrow still getting sacked, bro. Got sacked four times, got knocked down like six, seven. It's the same thing. And um, they're going to end up facing the Bills team that can really get out the quarterback. But. Um, I really just want to focus on the Bengals. Um, bro, that receiving core is nasty, bro. And then, I ain't going to lie, Hayden Hurst looks good over there. He fits. Yeah, I thought they would miss CJ Uzama. But Hayden Hurst is, is, is picked up the role, and he's he's doing this thing for him as well. Um, I definitely think they need to hand that ball up to Joe Mixon a little bit more, but I do think the Ravens were, were, were stopping the run more than they weren't really trying to give it to Joe. Um, but we knew that was going to be a physical game, and it, it was that. It was such that. Uh, Bengals got a big win. Again, I ain't going to be on this too much. Lamar Jackson wasn't there. That's the real talk of the town. Just, the Ravens need to pay that man, bro, and they need to stop playing. But I'm I'm, I'm really thinking they're about the Kirk Cousins, this dude. I know they're saying they're working on a long-term deal, but that's the same thing the Redskins said about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. We're working on a long-term deal. We're going to do the franchise tag. We want to keep him. We're working on a long-term deal. And then two franchise tags later, he was on the open market. I think they're going to do the same thing with Lamar, and they're going to hope they run him to the ground, let the next team get him, and he hurt for hella long, and they can say, ha, see, we told y'all. And I hate it's going to end up happening like that, but it's a business. And, I mean, when you play the game the way he do, you know, they come with the territory, but shit, man. If he win a Super Bowl and be injured for the rest of his career, y'all going to look dumb as hell if he go, go somewhere and win the bowl. And even if nothing else happens, they're going to be upset. They have passed on an opportunity um, for a player of this talent. And I do think the offense hold, the, the, the offense that run hinders him too. I don't think he needs to play in this power offense. Right. I think they put him in there. 
I think yeah. he needs to be more open for him to run. Because he can. He can he can he can throw the ball. They're not watching him at Louisville. Like that's that's what I'm yeah. That's what I'm saying. He can game, throw the ball. And put three receivers out there. One tight end and a running back. Maybe you take the tight end and bring in the fullback and his three receivers. Yeah. And I, maybe that's a lot of why he don't really want to be there. Yeah, because you're trying to put me in this box. I it's can do so big. much more. You know, and now you don't want to pay me. <laughs> so yeah, bye. Yeah. Imagine him on the Dolphins. Imagine him on all the teams that are. Yeah, exactly. The there Jets. you go. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? The Seahawks. The Raiders. The Raiders, bro. Like you just stick Lamar Jackson anywhere that needs it. The Titans. We don't even got no receiver core. But you give me Lamar Jackson, and Derrick Henry. goddammit. We gonna be all right. Yeah. But we find some receivers. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna yeah. find something, but like, man, he's a hot commodity. And this is, I can see if if they gonna trade him, he getting three firsts at the at the minimum. He getting three first round draft picks, bro. That's the going market for Lamar Jackson to even start the phone conversation. Three firsts. But again, bro, I I I really think they are gonna let him walk. I really don't think they are gonna think he gonna be healthy in the next six years. Like, will he be will he be disproductive in six years? And I think that's what they think. So we gonna see. But you know me, man. I'm Team Lamar Action Jackson. I'm I'm Team Jalen Hurts. I'm Team Brother Get the Bags. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But um, we gonna definitely see uh, how this shape out. I'm hoping the best for Lamar. His situation, he end up happy and paid for real, for real. Yeah. But with all that said, they still had an opportunity to win that game. And they smoked <laughs> it, smoked it, and then he could be playing. Yeah. But um, I think the most surprising. Of the weekend, which probably I guess shouldn't be a surprise if you really look at it on paper, but it was Dallas, and we all expected, me included, that could throw some picks. Mm-hmm. We expected the run game to look a little ugly. We expected the Bucks to look better, especially defensively. And I'm gonna give the Cowboys credit. I think the Cowboys played better than we all expected, and they looked good. This is probably the best they played all year. They've had some good, like from start to finish. Yes, They've had absolutely. some great moments. The Viking game when they came back and all that. But this was a game from first quarter to first fourth quarter. They dominated. Yes. And there was never a moment where we were like, uh oh, here come Brady. It was like, nah, bro. They got this. Yeah. And again, the problem is they don't play like this all the time. That's why this is the Cowboys. They'll give you one of these, cool. maybe two of these, and you'll be like, oh, we can do it. And then, you yeah. know. I think some things worked in their favor. Um, the Bucks have one of the worst. Pass rushing defenses mm-hmm. and one of the worst rushing offenses that played right into their demise. Uh-huh. Even with that being said, they early, you know, they had to what got got them two, three and outs. Two, three and outs in the and they look like, you know what, this could be a game. Who whoever mm-hmm. gets it rolling, then Dak finally got it rolling, started hitting some open receivers. Hit uh, Dalton Schultz, who had a, a monster yeah, game. Wide, yeah, good. he was just running wide open. He's and, a uh, lot bigger than I thought he was. I remember, he was Stanford. I know, and they always keep yeah, these tight ends. I didn't realize yeah. it. I was like, bro, you're... It's just the way he moves, it doesn't... He's kind of athletic. Yeah, He's really yeah. athletic. Like, and I was like, bro. Yeah, and then... Six, um, six, bro. And I, I don't even... I wouldn't even say that they... Dallas ran the ball particularly well this game, but they didn't need to. Yeah. It was just like I don't know what what was going on in the back end of the secondary, um, but after after Brady threw that pick in the end zone, it just kind of all went downhill after that. Yeah, because it was like okay, here come Brady to respond. No, 
Then the, they jinxed him. Never threw a res on it. Yep. Never threw a pick in a res on it. Man, Two years. Sure enough. Bro, there's, there's nobody that. over there. There was nobody. Oh, like, he wasn't throwing it to anybody. I guess he was trying to throw it away. I don't know, but. You know, it's six, six, yeah, right it's a big guy right there. Yeah, but I, I yeah you got just, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. Dallas played well. They played really well. Um, obviously, um, we're going to definitely get into who huh. play tomorrow. They got y'all. And, you know, we're going to get into the, to those games tomorrow because we spent a lot of time talking about these games, and that's what I wanted to do. I really want to give these games a, a nice piece of our time because it's playoff, man. Yeah. And, um, it was it was it was it was very very nice, and it was some exciting games, surprising games, and uh, it makes for a great football weekend this weekend. I think it's gonna be some big games. Um, somebody gonna get upset. I don't know who yet. I guess if the Bills get upset, it won't that count. I guess by the Bengals, but <laughs> that's the most. I feel like that's the most reasonable one that can happen. That even if they have, you'd be like, ah. Oh, oh. Really mm, nice. I mean, every, it's football. It's football. No, anything no, no, no. can happen. Oh, trust me. Anything oh, can happen. Me. I think all every team has an opportunity yes. to win. Yes, we just had this. I just had this conversation with somebody else, and that was those are one of those things. It's like, yeah, you can never yeah. be too confident. You can be confident all you yeah, want, but you can you never should. be too confident because we've. We've seen. We've seen. <laughs> we've seen some stuff over our years of watching you know? football game. And that's that's the beauty of this game is anything can happen at any time. People get hot. People play better than they really are. And things sometimes things just click. Yeah, we just watched the Cowboys. We just watched the Cowboys play perfect football. Yeah, after a week after they just got punched on by the Commanders. We just watched four, three or four weeks of bad football from them. Right. To come out and play a perfect game is like, like you said, bro. Her, and it was probably, yeah, no turnovers, minimal penalties. Um, that looked line, comfortable. Bro. That, yeah. um, moving Tyron Smith to right. That's first of all, actually Tyron perfect. Smith yeah. being okay with going to right tackle because he had reps there. Mm-hmm. Like, not being a bully and saying, nah, man, make the rookie go over there. No, like, but I think it takes a lot of pressure off him also. Yes. Because now you get to be on, on the other side. You know, you're not normally going against the best pass rusher. Um, he was slamming uh, yeah. Shoryinka. Shoryinka, I don't always. Joe yeah, he was. He was. He, was, he th- added his last yeah. so He was throwing. He was that. tossing him around. Tossing, but that line with all those guys healthy. Yeah. Martin on that right side. I think. I think that the 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 weakness of that line is is the guards and and um up the middle. Center and left guard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because Zach Martin is Zach. You know, he oh, yeah, Zach going, yeah. Plays, but it's but he, yeah, he's he can give up a yeah. play to like a, it's to an Armstead or a Buckner. Right. Like, it's going to be another all pro dude that's going to get him. Yeah. Like, he's not walking your field. Yeah. Your and then you guy. could get, you could kind of, the rookie over there on the, on the right, I mean, left uh, side. Uh, Smith. Yeah. He's, Smith. he's very talented. Hey, very us, good. Listen. But he, like, you know. And I'm going to say this. They had us projected to take him in like 40 mock drafts, and I hated it. I regret it right now. Mm. Yeah, we he looks. He looking. He, look he looks his, really good. He does. He he, he had holding penalties in the preseason early, mm-hmm. bro, but he cleaned them up in the regular season. He, he did. Really yeah, nah. He he he's been doing well. He's yeah, an he's, angry man. Oh, he, he was at, <laughs> at Tulsa. That's why they kept him down. Yeah, yeah. angry, angry man. But he does. But you know, he's no he's no Tyron Smith in his uh, prime. But the kid is good. And then Jason Peters coming in. Yeah. OG. Like they just got a so he got he got he got banged up last yeah. week. I don't know what it like he's his health status, but yeah, yeah he. But I mean, if that's yo, you know, yeah. 
somebody you need to go to when you need sure. somebody to breathe. That's 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 a good option. Definitely. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun, man. Like you said, this everybody gonna bring their games this yeah, week. It's gonna be it's gonna, gonna be a great man. week of football. Uh, just like y'all was tuned in to us today, man. Thank y'all again. Uh, y'all already know how this goes, dog. This, we, we truly enjoy this. Uh, we have a good time doing this. It's always fun. Football is fun. Sports fun. And it's even funner to talk about it with people who know it and enjoy it just as much as you. So, uh, you know, thank y'all for tuning in as always. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell the enemies that is going down uh, on the Bringing the Wood podcast. Uh, you already know, Chase. Thank you as always, bro. It's always a, a pleasure it. to rock the mic with you, dog. Uh, you know, you got the, you're a wonderful mind. You're my, uh, you know, my educated <laughs> man on the ones and twos. He got the computer in front of him, you know. So it's, you know, he, he helps me out, bro. And you, like I said, bro, you know, you, you know your shit. You're my, my niner correspondent. So, <laughs> it, it, you know, you take the pressure off of me. And again, I can't thank you enough. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I enjoy this opportunity. You know, these, just us shooting the shit. Putting our uh, future facts on wax. You know? <laughs> so that way people can't say we ain't say what we said. You can go back and check the tape, man. Right. We've been speaking this is for a minute now. But y'all already know, man. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to talk college football a little bit. Transfer portal still jumping. You know, we'll talk a little transfer portal. We'll talk about some more returning players. Senior bowl getting ready to get prepared down in Mobile. Um, bowl games. Not bowl games, but uh, collegiate bowls. All-star games more, so we should say. Starting to get prepared. East-West Shrine game. Um, the uh, PFL Collegiate Bowl. We're going to be tuning into all of these. I'm going to be letting y'all know players that have good games. You can watch out for it because one of these dudes can be on your team on playing on Sundays for y'all contributors. So we're going to keep y'all up to date um, all offseason with the college football ranks and all that good stuff. And then as far as football, we in the playoffs, dog. It's a divisional round now. We're going to get into it. We're going to break down all the games, our predictions, winners, losers, expectations. Hot seat and all that. And it's gonna pretty we're gonna probably have some more fresh news to give y'all on an update from the next coach getting fired or from somebody getting hired. You know what I'm saying? So again, stay tuned for myself, Big Che, Capital Chronicle Production, Bring the Woods Podcast. From me to yours, you already know we love y'all on this side. Thanks you got anything before we get out of here. Yeah. Um man, enjoy these games, enjoy life, enjoy a little bit of sunshine, good weather. We getting out here right now, and uh, I ain't forgot about you, Brad Far. Never forget about you, dog. And hopefully, y'all go out and preach that message too, because nobody forgets. We ain't forgetting about Brad Far, man. We coming for you again for myself and Chase for bringing the World Podcast. Y'all know we doing this thing.